Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Dr. Azita Nahai joined us and shared a great story of how When we connect with our body and follow the guidance it's providing you, it makes it much easier to follow your yes. Azita, the interview was amazing, absolutely fantastic, and I I would love to be able to ask you a couple more quick questions if you don't mind. And and what I'd like to ask is if you would help us to give us a couple of examples of, of the power of following what I call your yes, your internal guidance, your your intuition, whatever you want to call it, but it's that that knowingness that actually tells us what our next step is. And where I'd like to start is, what's a time when you did not follow your yes? I mean, maybe in the moment, you didn't really realize you had one. (laughs) But when you look back, you're like, okay, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Right. Gosh. I mean, I'll give, you know, because we talk so much and so openly about – you know, my, the abusive relationship I was in in my twenties, uh, my goodness, you know, in retrospect, our bodies hold so much wisdom. And I mean, I think there was a big fat 
no, meaning don't go this way and, you know, and, and choose to cross the street when I met this person and I didn't listen to it. So in a way it's my not following my yes was this stay, you know, choosing to be in something and then staying in something, even when I had opportunities to get out, um, I had several people that would come to me and be like, Hey, you don't seem like the person you are. And can I help you? And, and I was too afraid, you know, where my body wanted to pull in and lean in, you know, we carry so much of our shame and so much of the fear in our heads and it just, it completely disconnects us from our body. And, and so much of me learning to survive was disconnecting from my body. And yet the minute we can find ways to get back into our body, our bodies do not lie. Mm -hmm. You know, when, you know, when you feel a yes, because there's this expansive, Oh my goodness, you know, uh, there is a sense of, of freedom to whatever that step is you need to take. And you know an absolute no when you feel constricted <laughs> and, and, and tense and small. And so, so a time I didn't follow my yes was the couple opportunities I had earlier on in this um, abusive relationship where I had opportunities to get out, but the, the shame and the fear kept me sort of frozen um, until I finally had to hit a rock bottom place to actually have to feel so much pain to finally ask for help. But we don't have to go that far. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So let's let's flip this around and mm -hmm. take us to a moment in time when you had a clear yes and not only did you recognize it, but you did follow it. Tell us about that. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting because this whole idea of yes and that 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 soul that GPS within us, right? Like our inner inner compass, it really is a no brainer. Meaning, it's meant to come from the body. We're meant to feel it. And I'll I'll never forget um, being on the phone with uh, the director of Yoga West, which is one of the studios that I teach at here in Los Angeles. And they had called me to ask about a like a recovery program that I had gone and taken. And this recovery program, the the creators of it wanted to come and teach at the studio. And so they were asking me, well, how was it? How did it go? We, they're interested in coming and teaching and we want to know your thoughts on it since you're one of our teachers here. And without a thought, because trust me, if I had thought about it, I would have never done it. All of a sudden what came out was, oh, never mind that program. I need, you guys need, you guys need my program. And mind you, Ken, I had not created my program yet. <laughs> my trauma to Dharma program. I, I mean, I had researched it and I had, but I hadn't created out of nowhere was this like, oh, no, 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 I've, I, you know, you guys need my program. And immediately her knowing me, she's like, I had no idea. Of course. Okay. Well, can, you know, well, can we, can we have you, you know, can you, are you ready to do in three months? Gasp, a gasp. And I'm like, yes, I'll do it. If you build it, they will come. And, mm -hmm. and that was it. I, I sold a program that I hadn't even fully created yet. And ultimately this is a program that, I mean, this is what I teach and what I do. And so, and thank God it was such, it was such a hard yes. It was so, my, my soul literally hijacked that moment, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those when you go, did, did, who said that? Was that, I didn't say that. <laughs> totally. I would never say that. Why would right. I say that? I don't have a program. I can't tell you I have a program. And yet right. your body's going, yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, that was definitely the big self and not the little self. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 No, I, I love what you were saying about you know, your, your answers are actually in your body. Mm. And 
one of my dear friends, Jeffrey Allen, had one of my all-time favorite quotes on this show. He said, well, I'm going to have to make a decision before I think about anything. <laughs> I love that. And he is probably one of the most intellectually intelligent people I've ever met in my life. And yet he's aware that his brain is not the best mechanism for making mm -hmm. choices. Mm -hmm. Which so just speaks true. to his intelligence, right? But yep. it, it was fascinating because he's like, every time I say that, people look at me weird and then like, oh, I get it. Right. Right. What did, um, you know, I think Jimi Hendrix said it once. He says, knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. Yeah. And so it is like, can we just stop and listen for a second and feel? By listening, I mean like feeling. <laughs> Yeah. Our way into that answer to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you said that because um, it's one of the things I, I encourage my clients to do. I say, stop trying to figure it out and just feel it out mm -hmm. because we're so attached to our brains. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's where all my answers are. And it's like, no, that's where the few answers that have gotten into your brain are. That's <laughs> nothing compared to what's available totally. in the universe. <laughs> So you can take the little tiny, tiny, you know, recipe book or you can use the whole great big recipe book. What do you want to do? Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, that is only what I stuck in there. That's a pretty small box. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of limited. But kinda. we get validated for it left and right. And so we're like, that must be the place where all the knowledge and power is. It's like, no, not really. That's very teeny tiny amount. God, so true. So true. So yeah, it's it, that that's a great example, such a great example of, and, and the other thing I love about that is, I, I say this time and time again is, the thing about your yes is, it doesn't have a whole path. It's just that moment. Say yes mm -hmm. now. You don't know how mm -hmm. you're gonna create this. You right. don't have a clue. But like you said, I mean, that's what's behind that whole comment of, you know, build it and they will come. It's like, you right. don't have to understand the next part. That's right. none of your business. All it is, yeah. is, is this your yes? Yeah, that's my yes. Yeah. That's On a need say. to know basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you haven't got there yet. So you don't need, if, and if you don't say yes, you won't know what could right. come. Right. Because you didn't say yes. So you were never in the position to find that out. There's no other way to get to that information. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. So thank you for sharing those stories with us. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Camille Virginia joined us on the show and, gave a great example of how the universe is constantly pushing you in the direction of amazing partnerships. Camille, thank you so much for the interview. It was, it was amazing. You shared such great information. I'm asking, would you help us in one more way? I'd, I'd love for you to help us to illustrate the importance of following your yes, that internal guidance that we all have. And I'm actually going to ask you to start by sharing with us a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. So maybe in the moment, you didn't really realize you had a yes. But when you look back, you're going, oh, that was so clear. I can't believe I didn't pay attention. Tell us about that time. Yeah, I think that's a great question, Ken. So a story coming to mind is a... Um, relationship I had with uh, then boyfriend. And, you know, when you're first dating someone, everyone's on their best behavior. So that's why, side note, if someone is not behaving well in the dating phase, there's so much more bad stuff coming down the road because <laughs> that's them on their best behavior trying to impress you. Um, but I got into this relationship with uh, someone who became a boyfriend and 
again, there's that honeymoon period. And then he, you know, as people do, you start to relax, get more comfortable and kind of show people more of who you are and who he was, was not a very good person. And he, um, he treated me fairly well in the beginning. Um, even after the honeymoon period wore off, but I would see him be rude to other people. So like waiters and, um, well, a lot of service industry people are talk about someone that he knew behind their back and, and it made me feel uncomfortable, but part of the rationalization for me is, Oh, well, he doesn't do that about me. He treats me really well. Well, what I learned is that how other people treat others in any capacity, you know, if you see a, a not so great side of them come out with a certain person, eventually that treatment is probably going to be coming to you. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. It was just a matter of time before the rudeness he was showing to those other people was now being shown to me. So, you know, trying to rationalize and, and think about all the good stuff in that honeymoon period, again, when everyone's on their good behavior at the beginning of a relationship and being like, oh, well, he's distressed about not having a job or he has to move or can we come up with these excuses to try to say, Oh, we'll, we'll just get once he, once we get through this patch, we'll get back to that uh, easy, happier time at the beginning. Well, that easier, happier time was a person who didn't really exist. So, I would say that was when I didn't listen to my yes and my gut feeling that mm, this isn't okay. And sure enough, it led me to eventually break up with him, which was great. But uh, you know, in the process, not have the best time. Yeah, that's that's probably a pretty universal example of a time and not following your yes, because we do it right. We kind of like we put on these blinders and we like you said, we make up stories for them. We justify mm -hmm. bad behavior because we don't want to see the bad behavior. And even though inside we're exactly. going, this is horrible. I like I don't want to be with this person we're like, oh, but it's because of X, Y and Z. And we come up with yeah, these total exactly. fabrications that are just based on our fear that. No, that's really who he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great yep. example. So, Camille, do me a favor. Would you would you take this the other direction? So, in other words, take us to a moment in time when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you did follow it. Tell us that story. Yeah. Um, well, the story that I would say is that. I love to share is how I met my best friend a couple of years ago. And, um, I, you know, we talked about this in last week's episode. And so it, it, we met three times over the course of four or five years. And finally on the third time, which happened to just be randomly on a bus, <laughs> uh, we were like, okay, clearly the universe is pushing us to hang out together. So, uh, and we're just, I mean, I don't know where I would be in my business and my personal life without her and, you know, vice versa. So, I think what we talked about last time when I told that full story was, and I'm not, I'm not too much of a woo-woo person, but, but you know, the universe wants to help us. I truly believe that. And so there's opportunities presented to us all the time, sometimes really obvious. Sometimes we need, you know, three times to run into someone before we're like, hmm, okay, I got the message on the third time that we should do something about this. So, it, you know, it's easy to go around in life and you're blind with, blinders on and I was just taking a walk down the down the street here in Chicago and half the people were on their phone while walking not being present in the moment I mean 
if an opportunity to meet their future partner were to, they'd have to literally knock them over to get their attention. You know, like they could have walked past someone who could have been their future partner, but they weren't paying attention. So I guess the moral with this is pay attention. I get that we're all busy. We're all in our heads, but I truly do believe that the universe is conspiring to help us, but we have to meet it halfway. Yes, very true. And I mean, I, I, I love that story because you're like, it took three times for you to pay attention to the connection that was going on with this person that's eventually become your best friend. And if I remember right, that was over a long period of time. It was over several years, right? Yes. Yeah. And totally different unrelated uh, venues. <laughs> yeah. And yet it's like, no, this is here for you. Pay attention. And it's so funny you said that about people on their phone, because I, I, I think I mentioned to you last week I was um, in Chicago just this, actually two days ago, and I was walking down the street and there was this woman in front of me texting on her phone nonstop. And I swear she didn't even look up at the corner. She just kept going at the exact same pace and walked right out in the street and it happened to sync up. And I kept going, is she even looking or is that just serendipity happening for her? And one of these times it's not and she's going to step in front of a bus. But it was amazing because she never stopped, nonstop, text, 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 looking down the whole time. And I'm like, what is she walking by? What has she missed? I wonder how many times she goes past where she's intending to you know, get to because she wasn't she was caught up in her phone. But we do it all the time. We're not even seeing what the universe is presenting us. Exactly. And then it can kind of be like, oh, what was me? There's no one out there for me. And I mean, I don't know if the universe were a person, it'd be like, hello, I just gave you like 50 people in the last week and you didn't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Great, great examples. Thank you so much, Camille. No, yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for letting me tell these stories, Ken. This was fun. Absolutely. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. 
Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.